Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm my chip ups, man. I got this, yeah. We're back. Ankle pickers. You know them where they're. Full house. <laughs> Full house for this one, including our uh, personal friend who may or may not be in paradise right now. Trouble in paradise, a little bit going on. I've got DK <laughs> in my upper left, RP in my bottom left, and PR in my bottom right. What's going on, fellas? Shout out to my boy Pico, but I am mentally in paradise. I know that he may be somewhere that we cannot name, but I sure got the cush from there. <laughs> I'm uh, oh what, what's the record here today? Because I'm feeling really lucky today. I think I'm gonna take four and three. Back. Reese got to set the spread lead. Okay, I every week I give it back to Dan. Not today, baby. Not I'm today. coming. I'm coming. Parker, you got anything to say? The only edge Dan. I'm enjoying my pineapple rum. <laughs> from Bombaclot. Well, from wherever we're at, we can jump into this Marvin Vittori, uh, Kevin Holland card. Kevin Holland stepping in on rather short notice, filling in for Darren Till. Yes, sir. Filling in for Darren Till. Um, should be a fun one. We, I know that we're always excited to get some Vittori on the card, and that, that'll be a fun one regardless. We've got six fights on the main card. I didn't even roll through them with you guys prior to, but Mike Perry, Daniel Rodriguez, Nina Ansarov, Mackenzie Dern, Sam Alvey, Sam Julian Marquez, Kyle Dachaus, Alyashkab Kazirev. It's going to be one that we're going to have Parker redo later in the week. Arnold Allen, Sadiq Youssef, and then Marvin Vittori, Kevin Holland. Ooh, like we Arnold said, Allen, Sadiq Youssef. That's a great – I'm excited for that one. Like we said, 4-3 Reese, so we'll let him kick things off with our first fight of main card, setting the spread for Mike Perry and D-Rod. Okay, I've been making it tough. This is going to be an easy one for me. The only question is how high. Reason being, I've been fading Mike Perry a little while now, ever since he's lost his – I mean, he's never been on the wagon, but now he's really starting to lose his mind. And I was watching that Mickey Gall fight where I did – that was the last time I bet Mike Perry – and I remember being shocked at how good he made Mickey Gall look. Then I took Tim Means as a dog. Tim Means won. I've never been a big D-Rod better. Most of you guys are on this podcast. Uh, we love him here, but not, not so much for me. But I imagine he's going to be the favorite against Mike Perry. I, I would be surprised if he wasn't, to be honest with you. Um, the only problem is I'm, I'm at that how high phase. You know what I mean? Like, how high could he actually be? Mm, do I say in the twos? I'm trying to gauge Danny's reaction. Do I say D-Rod minus two-something, Danny? Um, I'm going to say Perry by this time in the week has already been bet down a little bit. People will bet Mike Perry until the end of time. Let's go Daniel Rodriguez minus one. 40 mike perry plus 120 but little prelim for the extra sugar on top let's just pretend that this line opened at d-rod minus 175 and i'm guessing that it's steamed down i have no idea but that is the business i'm in 
So I agree with absolutely everything you said, uh, even down to that number. That number is great. Um, I thought you were going to go a little bit high, kind of where you were trending. Yeah, I thought. Because the thing about Mike Perry that you alluded to, you just never know what's, like, what Mike Perry is going to show up. And betters can never know. Vegas is never going to know. Because he's a guy who's got a lot of raw talent, no mental talent. <laughs> I... I really, I really like your number. I'm going to go just a smidge lower. I'm going to price is right. You uh, minus 140, just because I do think that I, I, I agree with you that you set it higher. And the Mike Perry does have a little bit of that name value. That's going to bring it back. Yeah. Wait, are you on 45? I was on 40, but I'll take 45. Oh, I thought you were 45. So yeah. if it's, he's 40, I'll go 35. All right. Reese is taking the first point after opening even both ways, minus 110 back mid February. D-Rod sitting at minus 165 right now. Oh, wow. I was wrong about where betters would be. It'll it'll come back down. I imagine that's that. The, Wait, so Mike Perry's a minus or at one, plus 150 right now? Plus 145. 45, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to come back down. I just think that, like, early Sharps got their action in. Um, I, I, I would be surprised if it closes that high, but still I'll, I'll take the point. Second fight of the main card. We got a women's straw weight bout Nina Ansarov and Mackenzie Dern, DK lead it off. This is one I'm really excited to kind of hear where Reese is at. Cause I know I do it kind of as a gimmick, but I really see this one really even, uh, both these women are great in their own respects. Obviously we've talked a lot about Mackenzie Dern's jujitsu and her accent. Um, and, She's at, she's been on a she's been on a tear. Uh, I think she's on a three fight win streak after that loss to Hebos in 2019. Yeah, the close one to Jana Roba that we I think we were on during there first maybe even play of the week, but that was a good one. That mm-hmm. Jana Roba uh, during yeah she's on a three fight ripper. And Ansaroff was on a ripper until she got stopped or not stopped, but she lost the decision to Tatiana Suarez, who I have a lot of respect for. I do too. I think um, she'd be a future champion. I got to think that Ansaroff's the better wrestler. And even though Mackenzie's so good on the ground, I don't know if she's going to be able to get it there at will. But I also don't really see Nina dominating. I'm going to go dead even minus 110, minus 110. Mm. Mm. You put me in a blender here. Um, that's pretty close. I'm gonna have to pick who I think is gonna win. Mm. Yeah, Dan, that I I like to shout a lot of what you're saying. Both these girls are very talented. I think both these girls have like the ability to always be kind of in contention. And then I don't know if I see either of them being able to take that big leap into, into being serious title contention. Um, this one's tough for me. And the main reason why is because Mackenzie Dern's resume is less impressive to me. I think Nina Ansonoff has fought higher level uh, talent and that's what, and her record shows it. Her record shows it. And I think that, Mackenzie Dern being 10 and one. I think she's one of the more popular or well-known names in the UFC just because of her jujitsu background. I'm going to, I'm going to lean towards, I guess, her being the favorite here, but I'm, I do echo a lot of what Dan says. Let's go Mackenzie Dern minus minus one thirty. answered off plus 110. That's probably a good way to do it. 
Um, I'm just t- clicking through her tapology. Mackenzie yeah. Dern has never been a, a dog. Even when really? she lost to Hebas, she's never been a dog in her career. Not, she, she's just one of those people that I think even, not necessarily casuals, but like people who even have a little bit of familiarity with women's MMA. Mackenzie Dern's a name you hear, especially just because of her, obviously her jiu-jitsu prowess. So I, 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 I think Kobe's about to reveal bad news to me, but. Yeah. Dern's going to be a dog for the first time, it sounds like. Plus 120 is where it sits right now after opening up. Answer off minus 150, currently at minus 140. So 1-1 going into the third fight of the main card, a middleweight bout, one of three middleweight bouts on this yeah, that main card. Sam Alvey, Julian Marquez, Reese, take it away. Oh, okay, so I, I'm a perennial Sam Alvey fader. It's not that I have any issue with him at all. Like, I think he's a fine fighter, but like – He's like a guy who's just like a clown. He's always smiling. I think he must have like a naked photo of Dana White somewhere because this man still is like, I don't know. I mean, he'll never be in title contention. I mean, I know. How has he not been cut? He has four losses and a draw in his last five fights. That's what I'm saying. And and not only that, but like, look at who he's losing to. He's losing. I remember he lost to Noguera as a huge favorite by KO to Antonio Noguera. Come on. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Uh, but then he only lost a split decision to Ryan Spann. So shout out Ryan Spann for being as terrible as I've always said he is. But yeah, I mean, Sam Alvey's just a guy who's perennially here. He's like a personality. He's always smiling. He's a bit of a clown. But I wouldn't trust riding him for anything. I think he's – he's just as a guy who likes to fight. He's going to stand and bang with you. And, like, I mean, that only goes so far. Julian Marquez had a really impressive performance his last time out. I remember we were talking about how he – had a big layoff, I, I believe it was a couple of years, and then he beat Maki Patolo. And I I remember it being a finish. I don't remember if he was going to win decision or not. It was on that Usman Burns card. I don't remember exactly how the fight went, but I remember being impressed with Julian Marquez. I think he won performance of the night as well. Julian Marquez is going to be the favorite here. It's really how high. Um. I'm going to go Julian Marquez minus 250. Sam Alvey plus whatever the fuck, 205 or 210. I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. I mean, we've talked about strategies that get you rich and fading smiling Sam has been pretty profitable in the past five fights. Yeah. Last yeah. couple of years. Um, Looking at, I just pulled up the fight stats because you brought it up, and I think that Maki Patola might have edged that out. Um, I, yeah, I was. I remember being like, it was close though. Yeah, 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 it was close. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think Marquez has got to be the favorite here. He did look good in that Maki fight, regardless of how it was going to look on the judges. He got the Anaconda choke in round three, so props to him. Great finish. I really don't know how big to go. What was your number two? Two fifty. Two fifty. I'm just gonna go under your number. I'm gonna go like two twenty. Um, yeah. I, I think that at two fifty, I no, I would never see that. No, you would not bet Sam. Don't pretend. Right, like- right. I, I I started that <laughs> sentence and then I was like, nope, but, I would not. But, but you might lay off Marquez at two fifty. Right. Exactly. That number would be a little. So I'm gonna go. Lost you there for a second, Dan. Yeah, we didn't get any of that. You sticking at 220? Oh. Yeah, sticking at 220. I think that that 250 would be too high for me, so I'm going under it. 
Danny's going to take the point. Minus 190 is Marquez. It's come up from minus 125 at open. Oh, oh I wish hell. I saw that. Jesus. That would have been a pause in place if I saw that. Kobe, I, I don't want the answer to this, but does your uh, best fight odds show you that if we had recorded last week, could we have paused and played that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, check the line. Best fight odds does have that where it's like you can like see what yeah, the line is on the been, It's been about minus 170 for two weeks. Okay. okay. So, okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah, me too. It jumped immediately from minus 125 to 170. Yeah, me too. I feel better now. Sharps bit that quick. Yeah. Dude, I always just hand these back to Dan. We just trade off every week. Fourth bite of the main card, our second middleweight bout, Kyle Dachaus, and going to end up being the pronunciation of the week, but Aliashkab Kizriev. That's what we're going to go with. Dan. Uh, Danny. Yeah, this is a tough one. I do not know much about uh, Kizriev. Yep. That's where I'm at. He's coming off of a contender series round one finish. Um, I'm seeing that he was a minus 430 favorite in that contender series fight. So round one stoppage, take it how you will, grain of salt or pillar of sand, whatever, whatnot phrase you want to use. Kyle Dawkins obviously has the experience. His only recent loss, his only, only professional loss coming to Brandon Allen, a guy I have a lot of respect for. Um I got to assume that Daukus is the favorite because I love my prospects and this isn't a guy that's super on my radar, but I'm not even that high on Daukus with his record being as good as it is. I there's He's really only one and one in the UFC. Um, I'm going to go Daukus minus 150 and – if I see something awesome in this tape, this Kizriev guy might be a prospect that I end up touting a lot in a couple of days, but, but right now he's not really on my radar. And I got to assume the guy that with two, I mean, with 30 minutes of UFC octagon experience has got the slight edge. Yeah. This one, I was, I have no idea where I'm at on this one because like you, I really don't know a lot about this guy other than, his contender series. I watched all the contender series, obviously. So I've seen him fight just the once first round finish. I haven't taped anything longer than that. I'm someone who's against, not against, but I found myself fading the doc. Cause doc is as an older brother, the heavyweight brother. And I just have never been too impressed with either of them. I remember being impressed by the fact that Dawkins survived better than I thought he would against Brendan Allen. And when you're saying that, it's like, is that, I mean, Brendan Allen's great, but like it was a survival thing for him. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and this is purely, again, I really have no idea. I'm actually going to say that, that I'm, I'm willing to think that that the, this, this new guy is going to be the favorite. And the reason why is because these Russians, man, I swear they don't lose. Like, I, I, if this Russian, I don't even need to see tapes on them. I usually just bet them anyways. So, I'm Caucus just, Mountain Warriors, they're built I, different. They're crazy, and they always win, and they just ragdoll and wrestle. And because I'm not super high on Dawkins, and I don't know a lot about this guy, I was thinking as Danny was talking, would I bet Dawkins at minus 150? No. Okay, so it should probably be a little lower. I don't even know this guy. Would I bet Dawkins at, at PK? Like, even still, probably not. I don't – I just am too unfamiliar with the other guy. So, Danny, what line did you say? 
I said 150 or one Dawkins. Yeah. All right, I'll just go 150 for the Russian then because I I'll just go the exact opposite. So if my guy's the favorite, I win. If he's not, I lose, and that's I can sleep it with that. Favorite is the Russian Kazairev. How the big? Is it like 300. So it opened at minus 235. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's come down to minus 125. Oh, I almost that'll lost. see my card. <laughs> that'll see my card. I was lost. <laughs> With before so? taping, before really? taping, that'll see my card. Why? I'm just Let's find Vegas isn't that wrong. But you're saying that you're going to bet the Russian prospect? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying you are going to bet Dawkins. No, I agree. No. I think I think if you can get anyone from Dagestan or anyone from Russia at minus 125, you take it. I don't care who they're fighting. Like, who, Did he train at Dag Fighter? They, you know, he trains at uh, the Black Wolf. Hmm. That's his nickname. He trains at – oh, no affiliation, so who the fuck knows? Oh, okay. He probably does. I mean, he probably we'll do some digging and come back to y'all with a play later in the week. But that one, at least, is interesting. Just say nothing less. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have some action there. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just. I just look like that. Surely, I won't. I'll be the first to admit that was luck. But I just like from experience when you look at a guy from Russia or Dagestan, it's like they always are heavy favorites. I mean, always. Like it's, and you even look at Habib's cousin who had a bad loss when he tapped, and. He just smoked uh, wh- whoever it was last week, so or two weeks ago. So I, I, I just I've I've learned my lesson and never bet fade fade those guys. And Dawkins is someone I don't write home about. Two two fifth fight of the main card: Arnold Allen, Sadiq Youssef, Reese. Kick things off. So I forgot that I haven't really looked at the card this much. I haven't. I forgot this fight was on here. I'm really excited for this fight. Sadiq Youssef is a guy who will stand and bang with you the one thing about him is i wonder i i do worry about him because i remember he got tagged in the feely fight i believe he got tagged in the shaman marais fight as well he's someone who is willing to go out on his shield like i think he's one of those guys who has that mentality where it's a little less about winning and losing and a little more about just going in there having a having a blast so I, I'm not saying that he's going to get knocked out by any means. I just, I've always been a guy who doesn't necessarily look to bet him when I see him. Uh, he, he's an exciting guy, but I just, he throws caution to the wind to put your hard earned cash on him. Arnold Allen, on the other hand, is a guy who he's crafty for sure. He's a good striker. I just, I imagine if, if it becomes a grappling thing, I, I imagine I would love to have Arnold Allen, right? If it becomes a grappling fight. And if it becomes a stand-up fight, obviously Yusuf has the edge, but he's he has holes in his striking, I feel like. And so I've never seen Yusuf at under like minus 250, but it, it's someone that I wouldn't bet there. I'd take Allen there. So I'm going to have to say it's, probably slightly lower. I'm going to have to place this one. So I'm going to say Yusuf. Minus 160. I'll take Arnold Allen plus 130. And then honestly, full disclosure, I if this is dead on, I, I probably bet Arnold Allen at the 130. So I don't know if Dan wants to go lower. I don't know where he is on Yusuf. I just, I'm scared to go lower because I've never seen Yusuf without a two in front of his name. But, uh, 
I just, I personally wouldn't trust it in anything in the twos. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. These are both guys who've made me a lot of money in the past. They're both on huge win streaks. They're both really exciting prospects or exciting fighters, really, at this point. I have to agree with what you're saying. Uh, not only is there a lot, a lot of hype on, on Yusuf, and he's a little bit more of the, I guess, attractive fighter to casuals with his uh, stand-up special or his stand-up style. Um and not to mention the whole, the whole narrative that's been going around uh, with twenty UFC fighters from Africa and the UFC, and three of them being champs. Uh, there's a lot of hype on these African UFC fighters at this point. I do see Yusuf as a favorite as well. Man, I like your number. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under it. I'm gonna go 145. Because I think that that's the number I wouldn't play this fight. <laughs> yeah. Three two lead for DK. Wait, mm. Minus one forty. Wait, weren't we tied just now? You were so three two lead. Oh, he just beat fuck my life, dude. Just five points off. That's a great call, and that's a great line. I might not play this at all. I'm excited for this fight though. Oh. Well, the main event is the last one we have here. Stepping in on short notice for Darren Till is Kevin Holland matching up against Reese's, Reese's Italian brethren, Martin Vittori. Is there... DK, kick things off to ice it. This is a tough place for me to be. I would much rather go second here. Because the question for me is high, how high? Mm-hmm. We just saw Kevin Holland look terrible against Derek Brunson, a guy who probably worse everywhere than um, Marvin Vittori, in my opinion. Um, and now he's taking this quick turnaround, short notice, not full training camp. Mentally in a bad spot, how high do I go? I'm going to say, I'm going to put a two in front of it to start. And then I'm going to say 280. Marvin Vittori minus 280. Okay. I love that. The 280, I like it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was thinking, all once this fight got announced, I was thinking, okay, we just watched Derek Brunson with wrestling fool Kevin Holland for five straight rounds. And I said this in the group me. I was like, Marvin Vittori greater than Derek Brunson who's greater than Kevin Holland. The thing that threw me off is I wrote Derek Brunson as a dog, the 170. I think we both did. But there's no way Kevin Holland's a favorite. There's just no way. So, like you said, how high? Okay. So, I was thinking, I really like Marvin Vittori. I always bet Marvin Vittori. I've told you guys multiple times on this pod that I think he's the guy who can who could genuinely stop Israel Adesanya. The only thing that worries me about Marvin Vittori is, is he going to try to be that that guy who's cocky and, and tries to stand and bang with Kevin Holland. If he stands and bang with Kevin Holland, that's the only scenario where you can lose this fight. I think that if he even attempts to mix in his wrestling or clinch work, it's an easy win. So I asked myself, how high would I bet Marvin Vittori? In all honesty, how high would I bet Marvin Vittori? At 280, I hammer Marvin Vittori. I have to. I have to. I have to. I don't really? sell Kevin. 
I really, I really do because Derek Brunson gave you a clear walkthrough path on how to beat him, how to beat him. And we knew that going in too. And that's why I bet Brunson because, oh, he had a fight where, oh, the Darren Stewart fight, he was easily taken down. And I think Darren Stewart's a worse wrestler in my inventory. So I'm going to say, okay, so I'm going to say, let's put a three in front of it now. Okay. Now we're cooking. So at minus 300, do I bet Marvin Vittori? I still do. I still do. 320, do I bet Marvin Vittori? I, st- I still so high. Do. I still do. I still do. So right now, would you give me, without even knowing the line, let's just say in theory, would you give me 320 on Marvin Vittori? Like, would I, would I, book yeah, it? would you house, would you house the other side in theory? I mean, Oh, wow. Right? I think I right? would. But I think I would. See, That's I don't a know big I number. I, I'm going to go even higher. I'm going to say 340. And the only reason why I'm saying 340 is because that's where I'm like – I that's right the cost where I'm like, you know what, I, I probably just lay off and watch the fight and watch Marvin Vittori win easily and just call it, but not worth risking it. 340. I think Kevin Holland, for the first time in his career, is going to have a plus three or like a two ninety next to his name. Or whatever. So you think you think all of the air is completely out of that Kevin Holland balloon? I really do. He, I, yeah, I really. Five do. for five in twenty twenty, but and just I think one bad performance lo- is was, taking that away. I mean, it, it is a bad performance against a guy who's not really a contender, who's more well, in a, a gatekeeper role me, than anything else. The bigger problem for me is how dominated he got in a style that Marvin Vittori is very comfortable fighting. So it's almost like, how can you justify betting Kevin Holland? I can't. I can't. Unless you see a lucky knockout happening and Martin Vittori standing up, I don't but see. But Martin Vittori is not going to get dropped by Kevin Holland. No, I, won't. I don't see that. He won't. He I mean, should we all go all the way up to five? That's the problem is like, like, like maybe, like maybe, dude, like maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see Kevin Holland's path to victory. I just don't. I mean, you had guys like Magomed Magomedov and Usman Nurmagomedov last week at Bellator with minus 1,200 and minus 1,100, respectively. The problem is Kevin Holland. And they still saw my parlays. Yeah, Kevin Holland is just too good to have that because, like, these guys are still – but, like, I I honestly think, like, Vittori minus – or, like, Vittori, whatever his decision price is, could be a hit. Like, I think – I think at minus 280, Martin Vittori is an easy play. So I'll go 340. Y'all did a pretty good job of splitting this one. It's minus 320, Vittori, Point Reese. Oh, let's go. Let's go. And it's come up from minus 230 when it opened a week. I should have convinced you to go even higher. Oh, you you cut up the five in front of it. Put the five in front of it. You cut up. Let's go. Let's settle this tie. Let's go. Rapid fire, curtain jerker. Impa Kinsaganai oh, and wow. Pasha Palantinkov. Oh, wow. So I do want to help Reese out here. The things to consider about Impa is he's changing weight classes and changing camps. He's now with Henry Hooft at Sanford, a okay, camp that I fucking love. Uh, I think he's going down. Welterweight. No, he's, he's going up. up. Okay, he's so going, he's up. going up a weight class. Right. He's, he's going to be more comfortable and more educated. Reese, your turn to kick things off for the tiebreaker. Oh, that's crap gonna be tough i'm gonna imagine impa is gonna be a favorite even though he had a fucking like like fl- not flash knockout but like one of the knockouts of the cent. you know what i mean like that was one of the 
one of the craziest knockouts. But I remember the reason why I'm going to have Impa as a pretty big favorite here is because of the fact that Sasha against your your prospect, the, the Kosi twin, was a huge dog, if I remember correctly. Very big dog. And so, yeah, he pulled off a great win, but, like, clearly there's an underlying factor that would lead him to be that big of a dog. Impa's always been a massive favorite. I, I don't – I truly have no idea, like, even close to what this line could be. So this might be an embarrassment. But I'm going to say Impa minus two – 250, I guess. I'll just round it off at a very even five. Impa minus 250. And then I'll say, well, yeah, so whatever. Sasha's on the other end of it. And 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 then I think that's a perfect, like, no bet. Not even a parlay. Any over-under for the tie year matchup? Oh, this is so much, so much on the line. I'm actually schmitzing over here. I, yeah, I, I like that number, but. Hmm. This is a tough one. Impa's hype got a little bit derailed by that Joaquin Buckley spinning back kick that made its rounds on absolutely every platform and channel and whatnot. Um, but I agree with you. He's, he's taken the necessary time off. It's, I mean, at this point, it's been six months. Um And he's looked good in in fights that have gone a while. Uh, in the decision versus Maki, and the decision versus Anthony Adams, the decision versus Kalen Hill and his contender series. Um, he was a big dog about, in that Kalen Hill fight because of experience. I remember. Right. I think like I'm talking like minus plus three hundred level dog because they thought he didn't know how to fight. Right. Which worried me about the Maki Patolo. Remember, we were. Be- I think we weren't necessarily on. I think we were actually on on mm-hmm. Maki Patolo there because we thought the experience would be a factor, which has proven not to be the case with him. And this camp move that you talked about is going to be big for him. Yeah, the camp move is really what's pushing you know me. Where he was before, he was. He had to be at a very small gym. Yeah, right? he was at like uh, somewhere in like North Carolina, some like okay. literal just like local gym, I think. So that tells me that he's like I'm. Let's go. Like, I'm he's taking it seriously. Yeah. He's moving to – I mean, it's Henry Hoof, it's Gilbert Burns. It's – Yeah, I mean, Eric that's – yeah, We talk a lot about name, all these guys. Yeah, you can't name a better – you really can't name a better group there. You're 250? Choke this one. Choke this one. 250, great number. I think at 250, I still might bet him, but I'm going to go oh, 260. Impa's your favorite. Minus 290. Oh! Bang, 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 poha. Such a piece of the soda. Such a disadvantage going first. Because I would have done what Danny. If Danny said 250 out the gate, I say 260. God. Good job, Dan. Four to four in 2021. We'll do some taping. I know we went a little bit long here. We had extras. But uh, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming later this week. Parker's taking an early exit on this one. Surprise. surprise. <laughs> yeah, he's, he hasn't been here. An early bomba clot exit for Paco Rijos. <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we get, we are lucky enough to get his presence along with us on our Thursday episode. Until then, poha. Poha. I, I, don't, I don't deserve a poha today. I, I took it out. We'll see y'all then.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.